and welcome to the Lost World Minute, the Minute by Minute podcast. We're doing the 1997 sequel to Jurassic Park, one minute at a time. I'm Brad. I'm Dave. And today we're discussing Minute 20 of Lost World. Dave, how you been? Good, good. Uh, I was helping my, it was almost late for the show because I was helping my dad take down our pool. Ah, yep, yep. Our ground pool? Or above ground pool? Uh, it, it's an above ground. Yep, yep. And he's, pay, he's paying me to take it down, so I was making sure that there wasn't any last rocks. Because so we got a river rock lining the, around the edge of uh, the around the edge of the bottom of where it was. So we had to rake those out. Oh, very nice, very nice. Speaking of pools, we uh, we just had a shot released today. Um, it's been going around social media. Um, a scan from one of the original brochures, prop brochures from Jurassic Park, revealing the uh, Safari Lodge interior. Yes, that's right. Yeah, it's so it's very. We got a, um, a like a four-post bed with uh, a sort of wooden frame over it. Very safari, mm-hmm. very safari looking. Um, some large wall-to-floor-to-ceiling uh, windows with, uh, I'm guessing, like the tropical louvers, glass louvers in them. Oh, they, they might be called something else over there. So, like, glass blind... Well, open, open, the glass windows open, anyway. Oh, um, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, very high ceilings. Looks like a thatch ceiling and uh, ceiling fans. Mm-hmm. And some uh, cane furniture, which would uh, I would have loved to have a scene of seen in this. Although, I wonder if it's just a... Because uh, it looks like a real photo and not concept art. Yeah. I wonder if this has just been taken from another resort or something, because you you got to view out the windows of uh, the ocean and the beach, and it looks like a wharf or a jetty um, going out into the water. So I wonder if this is like a something they've taken from like a Fiji or a um, coastal resort. Well, I do know that um, I do know that there was a number of real life pictures of hotels and uh, stuff like that from uh, Spielbergers and the crew stay at uh, Hawaii that they used in the brochure. Yep, yep. Yeah, so that's that's all it might be, but at least it uh, it sort of confirms that we do have a safari lodge mm-hmm. or some sort of hotel on the island. Well, um, there's also um, I, when, and when Lex accesses the computer in when they're rebooting the system, you can see a couple of various uh, folders in the Unix system that's labeled like Hammond's Bungalow, uh, the hotel, and a couple others. Yeah, yeah. And the only way you're seeing those is if you've uh, got the screen caps for it because uh, mm. it, it passes by very quickly on the film. But uh, yeah, some nice little Easter eggs there. Mainly calling back to the novel, I always thought, but. Um, We've got those little tidbits, so and now we've got a photo to go with it, which is just great. But um, that's about it for uh, news and discussion this week. Let's uh, get on in the minute. All right. As we entered the 19th minute of the Lost World, we had Kelly Malcolm walking down the trailers to reveal a map of the five deaths in Isla Sorna. And we then cut to a ship in the open ocean as we start the 20th minute of the Lost World. We see a shot of a barge approaching Isla Sauna. The trailers and Mercedes AAVs strapped down on board. 
At 19 minutes and 13 seconds, we get a shot from behind the barge, and Isla Sauna is revealed. Dark, mysterious. At 19 minutes and 27 seconds, we get a first shot of Malcolm on the island, shaking his head, not believing that he's actually here. At 19 minutes and 30 seconds, Eddie opens a case beside him and starts describing the Lindstrat air rifle. At 19 minutes and 35 seconds, Malcolm asks him if it works any better than his satellite phone. Eddie replies, that's funny. Eddie then goes on to describe that he loaded the darts with the venom of the South Sea cone shell, and it's the fastest acting venom in the world. He then says that the animal will be down before it even hits the ground. At 19 minutes and 50 seconds, Malcolm asks Eddie if there's an antidote. Eddie replies, what, what if you shot yourself in the foot? Don't do that. You'd be dead before you even realise you had an accident. At 19 minutes and 58 seconds, we cut to arguing in Spanish, and reveal Nick Van Owen and the ship's captain walking around the front of the trailers, continuing to argue in Spanish. And this ends the 20th minute of The Lost World. Alright, so we start with the... Uh, we get an opening shot high up above the barge, and then it uh, cuts down to a side view with the uh, vehicles on board, and uh, approaching sauna. I think we discussed it in an earlier minute that uh, although three Mercedes AAVs are being worked on in Eddie's shed, only uh, two of them are on the barge. Mm-hmm. And there does appear to be space there. I, I didn't think there'd be space for the third one, but it looks like a third one would fit um, on board, but then you wouldn't have room for the actors to do their thing in a minute. Yeah. You get a shot of the, with the barge. I don't know what flag it's flying. I'm assuming it's the Costa Rican flag. Yeah, I'd presume as well. Yep. And I just, I just love the shot. Like you got the, the shot of the uh, barge sailing by with the vehicles on it. The uh, solar panels glistening on the roof of the trailer. I actually, I actually made a, uh, sort of made a wooden model of that barge, in high school. Uh, large enough, large enough to carry the. Uh, well, I thought it was large enough to carry the, the toy of the mobile command center. I'll, I've still got it in the shed. I'll, I'll pull it out and take a photo of it for this minute. Um, oh yeah, that'd be cool. Um, there's no detail to it. It's pretty, pretty basic, like a wooden toy. But, ah. uh, but um, just yeah, just something, something cool back in the yeah. days. Because this came out when I was in high school, and um, sort of as you're talking about in the previous minute with your photo uh, classes mm-hmm. and that and doing doing something that you love um a lot of stuff during those late 90s was uh movies i'd seen whether it was this sort of thing for the lost world or uh i remember in textiles we're doing um like a uh like a tile press sort of engraving mm-hmm. engraving a, a a tile and um then using it to screen press images and that was uh that was done just after i'd seen twister um Really? And of course, there was a lot of. Uh, well, I love them too. Yeah, there was a lot of Independence Day stuff as well, and some of those other movies that come out around the time. But um, even now, you can open up some of my uh, maths or English exercise books, and there's uh, Site B, Do Not Enter, and Barbed Wire, and Caution mm-hmm. Signs, and all that sort of stuff doodled all over them. And uh, DX, and. <laughs> it, uh, yeah, it definitely had an influence on me. But um, we get our first looks here at Sauna, and I'd sort of never sort of noticed in before the mist actually blowing past the mountains. Um, mm-hmm. I thought it was more of a photo. Yes, we do see a bird flying, flying away from some of the rocks, but uh, you actually see the mist mist bellowing past some of the uh, the cliffs. 
Yeah, that was always a great shot, I thought. Yeah. Yep. Dark and mysterious. Mm-hmm. And uh, we get we get Eddie and Malcolm back, um, and we go into the uh, the somewhat comedic bit about the Lynch Straight Air Rifle. Um, mm-hmm. Malcolm asking if it works better than the satellite phone, <laughs> which is funny. Um, I believe the uh, Lynch Straight Air Rifle something made up for the novel that they brought over into the film. Not actually a real so, real company. Um, no, it was a fictional company, according to Wikipedia. Yep. Okay. But we do get we do get some of the lines from the novel, uh, the Venom in the tranquilizer guns South Sea cone shell, which has the fastest neurotoxin in the world, acts quicker than the nerve uh, nerve induction velocity, and uh, the animal's down before it even feels the prick of the dart. It's sort of a shame mm-hmm. we don't get to see that happen later on. Yeah. And, but then again, we're sort of going into this film, even with Jurassic Park, the dinosaurs aren't the enemy or the villain in these films it's the people um, mm-hmm. so just going in and mowing down dinosaurs even later when the hunters are running too sort of no no animals are hurt in the uh, filming of this picture <laughs> so Lindstrad air rifle fires a subsonic Pfluger impact delivery dart does it work any better than your satellite phone? that's funny I loaded it with the enhanced venom of Conus pepper acid South Sea cone shell the uh, most powerful neurotoxin in the world acts within a two thousandth of a second, which is faster than the nerve conduction velocity. So the animal's down before it even feels the uh, prick of the dart. Is there an antidote? What do you mean, like if you shot yourself in the foot? Don't do that. You'd be dead before you even realized you had an accident. It's interesting they've only got one. Again, I wonder if that's supply issues. Um, you'd think that all have, all have one or something. Mm-hmm. Well, in the novel, they uh, had an air rifle and then they had two air pistols. Yeah, yep. And uh, Levine, Richard Levine, loses one of them when he goes early. He loses one of the air pistols. Yep, yep. And uh, the minute ends, we start to hear some Spanish arguing in the background, and uh, then we cut to the front of the trailers, um, mm-hmm. and Nick and uh, the ship's captain appear, um, arguing at each other in Spanish. We don't know what that uh, argument's about until the next minute. Um, nope. Like, when... Uh, when we first seen the RVs, like you're saying that um, when we're discussing like what they were and that you're you're saying something about uh, not knowing that it was a Fleetwood RV yeah. or something. Um, mm-hmm. I sort of I was sort of scratching my head with that comment at the time because a lot of the shots from here on out, whenever the actors are talking beside the trails, you get a clear Fleetwood RV um, sticker on the on the RV behind them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I was uh, referring to like when I was a kid. Oh um, yeah, I still read that stuff. Yeah, yep, yep. About the dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the promotional one, they they put a big big sticker on the windscreen as well for Fleetwood RV, <laughs> and um, we see it, we see it here on the front of the RV. It's on the doors. It's on the side of it. Um, I think it's actually on the inside of the um, the space when Malcolm walks into it later. Um, so. It, for product placement, this is about as far as we got in the Lost World. Um, uh, there's a couple, um, like there's Burger King on the side, there's the Burger King Whopper advertisement on the side of the bus in the San Diego sequence. Oh, yeah, 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 plus the big lucky 76 Lotto ball as well, so. Yeah. Yep. And, of course, Mercedes is getting huge promotion, got huge promotion from this movie. Yes, which um, 
also got the Mercedes Ad too, which uh, yeah, come on the um on the original VHS or DVD. Mm-hmm. It was yeah, it was VHS. Yeah. I don't remember if they had DVD back then yet. I want to say it was VHS only at the time. Yeah, I I didn't get this. I had this on VHS first with the uh, uh what do you call it? The card, the, the card insert, yeah, the hologram. Uh, yeah, yep, yep. And it was only, it was probably a year or two later when I actually got, um, it was my first DVD, it was a two-pack with this in Jurassic Park, and it had all the bonus features on it, and that was, uh, that was excellent when that came along. Yeah, there was the, uh, special edition release or something like that, the, yeah. uh, where they had all the extras. Uh, Jurassic Park, I know, I remember Jurassic Park originally came out with a special edition too, but that was VHS only, you had the movie and then you had the special features. Yeah, well... No, it wasn't special edition, it was called Collector's Edition. Jurassic yeah, Park. well, that that Jurassic Park special um, special features that come in on a separate VHS, yeah. and that's something I've never seen. I don't think don't know if Star Wars or any other movie actually done that of release a separate VHS with just the making of material on it. Well, I remember Star Wars did it because I uh, I didn't have it, but I found copies of it on YouTube and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and Where it's in the tiny VHS quality. Yeah, and I assume. Assumably, Star Wars being one of the big franchises, it'd have to have done it. Um, yeah. But it's just sort of interesting, like that. Most of the behind-the-scenes stuff that was on that VHS was what got copied over on the DVD. There wasn't a lot of new stuff for Jurassic Park on there. Um, even the Lost World one, you can find it on YouTube now. The uh, Jurassic Park podcast is doing a four-part um, series on it on their shows, leading up to episode 100 mm-hmm. as well, playing the audio, and it's sort of it's not that longest probably half hour or so that's uh, more promotion for the film than actual backstory just a little bit of Spielberg going in how you uh, want, want it to look how it feel um, mm-hmm. and just some of the actors sort of talking up their roles it didn't lead much to the actual making of the film um, more so some of the CGI and the, the stegosaurus mm-hmm. scene and that we'll get to in a little bit um, uh, I'll always remember the um, I can't remember what start of I I want to say it was the E.T. special edition that came out that I bought on VHS. And I can't remember if it was that or what commercial it was, but I'll always remember the uh, commercial for the the Lost World special edition and the Jurassic Park special edition uh, combo pack that came out. Yeah. And it was like four, it was either, you either got two DVDs or you got um, four VHS tapes. <laughs> and I remember always loving the idea of, oh my god, I mean, there's more to see about Jurassic Park out there? Yeah. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was sort of like when I got my hands on the, the making of book as well, like, mm. when I got my hands on that thing, and especially when I found out there was one for the Lost World as well, like, um, I need to have a, another look through that. <laughs> it's been a while since I've actually <laughs> looked in it, but back in the day, man, that thing went with me everywhere. Oh, Yeah. Uh, my my local library had a copy of it in the unfortunately the adult section, but I'd always sneak up there <laughs> and uh, grab it and rent it for like a week. And I think I rented it so much that they just started falling out of it. <laughs> I think they actually had to just uh, sell it off because I because it was so it was in such a ragged condition. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, I I, I discussed. 
I might have been in the introduction in the introduction episode, but um, same thing. My school library had the making of Jurassic Park in there, and I'll just I'll just continuously have it hired and carried around my backpack. And like one day, like a top come off my bottle, or a bottle leaked to some bottle of water, and sort of completely water soaked most of the bottom half of the book, and managed to get mm. most of it dried out. It didn't sort of affect the uh, the colours of the pages, but sort of just made them that water all wrinkled up sort of but um eventually because i was the only one that was renting it or hiring it uh, before i left high school they actually let me keep it so <laughs> nice. uh, yeah and it was only through uh four would have been eight or nine years later once ebay come along that i was able to find the lost world one yeah yeah great stuff especially too it sort of gave us the first shots of a lot of that concept art um and there's a lot that uh, sort of is in the books that we got our hands on now. With the uh, we've been posting up the last couple of weeks of the RVs and the uh, Mercedes vehicles. Mm. But, um. Anyway, we've we've clearly moved on from this minute and started talking about, <laughs> uh, talking about memories again. Um, anything from this minute you want to bring up before we leave? Uh, no, I think we're good. Rightio, we'll get out of here and we'll talk to you all next time. All right. All right, guys. Let's get the hell out of here. Contact details are on the website, thelostworldminute.com. You can email feedback to thelostworldminute at gmail.com. Facebook, The Lost World Minute. Twitter, at The Lost World Minute. And Instagram, The Lost World Minute. Easy to remember. Yeah, yeah, very easy to remember. Right. <laughs> uh, David, thank you for joining me for this recording. And uh, we'll be back. I've been Brad. I'm Dave. And uh, we'll talk to you all later. Goodbye. Talk to you later. Bye. It is absolutely imperative that we work with the Costa Rican Department of Biological Preserves to establish a set of rules for the preservation and isolation of that island. These creatures require our absence to survive, not our help. And if we could only step aside and trust in nature, Life will find a way. Okay, well, let's clear. Are we clear? It's the 20th anniversary. We know it's not probably not going to happen, but is there anything from uh, Universal would like to see in relation to The Lost World? Cause in the new movie? No, 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 just, just released. Oh. Released, like, we've just got the oh. um the new score released, which was fantastic. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Definitely Yeah, um... But it's sort of the only thing we've got from the Lost World in 20 years. Um, whether it's whether it's a release of some behind-the-scenes, more behind-the-scenes stuff, a new behind-the-scenes documentary. Um, although I think most of the stuff that's already been released video-wise is probably already out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but just uh, just photos, like a lot of the a lot of the set photos of the village and that at Universal. Oh, yeah. Most of the post post movie stuff is either stuff screen capped from um, sliders, or people that managed to get on the set afterwards after it's been de-dressed, all the foliage yeah, that's gone and. Same, and that was that was actually immensely helpful for me when I made that worker village map. Yeah. Yep. Well, just being able to see it during the day, also. Yeah. It just all so much detail you don't really notice. Um, Oh yeah, definitely. And like they they went to so much detail on that that set, 
all the mould on the and even it's it definitely comes out when watching sliders sort of the front of the operations mm. building the glass like pieces of glass missing mould on the windows yeah flex um, the mould all over the windows and all over the walls and all that stuff hanging from the rafters yeah yeah even when um even later when we see um Ed, uh, not Eddie Nick go into the communication center and sort of the just the yellow flicks of mold and sulfur on the um, power switchboard and that. Oh yeah. Like it just it looks so good. <laughs> it does. I mean they went I love it and they and they went so out of their way to do so much detail into that set, you know? Yeah. Yep. And Especially it's... because they ended up not even using it for the full scene that they intended to. Yeah, but even like they're shooting at night, so a lot of that detail is never gonna be seen. Oh yeah. Definitely. Um, there's no torches, no floodlights. You've only the, the set's pretty much illuminated by the um, the operations building. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that and a couple um, like balloon lights that they had hanging from the rafters. Oh yeah, for filming filming Prison wise. City. Yeah, yeah, filming wise. But as of as of worker village set. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's no street yeah. lights. There's no no big halogen yeah. lamps. Um, yeah. And it's sort of one thing I like about Jurassic Park 3 too, when we do get to the Embryonics Administration. Yes, okay, it's not the same building technically, but you do get to see a like, daytime shot mm-hmm. in in the uh, yeah. reception area. Those posters on the wall, I'd love to know what they are. Yeah, um, me too. Yeah. The posters, and I would have loved to have seen more of the set, period, because you look at the behind-the-scenes pictures, and they, and they did the same thing with, the embryonics building as they did with the worker village and they just went so out they went all out on it and you don't see, you see so little of it yeah yeah that's sort of one of those funny things from sliders too they actually in one episode they go in underneath the um, boarding house uh-huh. into the lower and level and it's just sort of like it's clearly the inside of a set it's not yeah. it's not dressed it just <laughs> yeah there's nothing in there there's no top floor yeah you know yeah well, I suppose we can talk a lot more about that when we get to the later minutes. I think we, yeah. we can bloat out those uh, worker village minutes pretty far. I think. Oh yeah. Yeah, I have to um, I have to rewatch those four episodes so I know what ones they are, so we can talk about them when we get there as well. Mm-hmm. I've actually never seen the episodes. I've only ever um, seen the screen caps. Okay, I've got I've still got the episodes saved here. I can I can let you know what episodes they are. Oh, yeah, I can even right. I'll, I'll upload. The, I've got them on the computer. I'll upload them to the uh, Google Drive so you can check yeah, them out. Yeah, that'd be great. Yep. That'd be great. Yep. All right. Well, that's us done. Right. I figured out how the animals survive without lysine. I don't care.